Hi, this is Chelsea, and you are listening to Foot of the Cross. I want to speak out to you right now because, first of all, I've got a lot of things going on in my own life, and while I don't want to say too much, it's almost like you have a sense of guilt if you feel happy at any moment. I don't know if any of you ever feel like that, but it's like, is something good happening to me where I can share it like with friends, family, and then you start going down the list. And I know that I just said friends before family, but understand that, you know, when you are doing a podcast, when you are um, out there and you're speaking about your life, um, the ones that, you know, seem more interested at first other than the first couple of people that you are directly close to in your family, you know, those are the ones that are really going to hear it. So, by all means, (laughs) feel how you want to feel about it. You know, you do you. But I would just really appreciate some prayers at the moment because I just feel so many slips and slides and it's like any minute, You know, things can come crashing. And I know, I know I'm not the only one going through that. There has to be other people going, well, (laughs) all right, I don't want to smile too much. And I don't want to tell that person over there because she's, she's really going through something. (laughs) And, you know, I don't, this has always been me. And I've always focused on it. And I wish I could tell you that it was a Bible verse and not an Indigo Girl song. (laughs) But I have always gone by the quote of, you have to laugh at yourself, otherwise you'll cry your eyes out. And yeah, it's it's an Indigo Girl song. (laughs) Hopefully, I... uh, can go back into my past and bring back some Bible verses with me that, you know, I can remember again and be able to tell you people, hey, 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 look, Psalms here. (laughs) I mean, Genesis over here. (laughs) It's like, okay. (laughs) For a long time, I was seriously reading what is today's date. And I've mentioned that in my other podcast before. Which we'll get to that in just a minute about my other podcast, okay? Is that you have to really know yourself to be able to do this. You have to seek out the right kind of people. And you're like, well, what's the right kind of people, okay? To separate all of them. It's almost like you have to put them in an index. And I guess that's what Facebook page is for, huh? But in our own personal lives, I mean, is that really what you're going by? Is it really? I would be so disappointed to know (laughs) that this is how um, people live. Like, outside of media. See? And... 
But yes, um, laugh at yourself, otherwise cry your eyes out. I took that seriously. And I know I, I got it mixed up and confused just now, but that one quote, though, um, really has always hit home for me because I will laugh and I would get confused, though, because I'm like, well, do you want to scream about it? Do you want to cry about it? Because a lot of people actually take offense if you immediately start laughing or if you smile. Laughing can be medication for the soul. I know that for a fact, okay? It's not, I wonder, or let's, uh, let's see <laughs> and turn this into a science project. It's not that, that has already been done. We already know that laughing is medicine for the soul. And there is a time and place in everything. But when I was coming out of that deep, dark hole, yeah. I was doing it at the wrong times, and I admit that. To apologize for it is another thing. Well, you don't want to offend anyone. You're looking at yourself in the mirror, and you're going, I've got to do this for me right now, because if I'm going to be able to strive and continue to be a good mom. I mean, for survival, to be a good mom was to keep my kids out of danger, to get away from my ex, to make sure that they had clothes and food and home and, you know, okay. <laughs> and in the middle of all that, I was, uh, I was like, all right, can't be in a relationship right now. Okay, my life's going better. Gotta be in a relationship right now. And then, that next time when you can't be in a relationship right now, are you going to blow the person off? Or just, <laughs> just say, I'm sorry, it was a mistake, my bad. <laughs> life's not as great as it was a minute ago. And they're like, you mean in three days? And I'm like, <laughs> sorry, dude. Like, how did your life change that much in 72 hours? Seriously. But it can. And I think, I think a lot of Christians have actually seen this. And you go to church and you're called to the altar, you know, and they say, Hey, um, if anybody, like, wants to come up and ask God, Jesus into their hearts, please come. And if any of you need to renew that commitment with God. Please come. Yeah, I had to do that whole recommitment thing several times. And, well, being a believer, AA was not my thing because they say a lot of things that I do agree with. But while I'm sitting with the Bible, they're reading at a different book. <laughs> That is not quote-unquote Bible verses, you know. It's good things. It's a lot of quotes. It's just back-to-back, -back, you know. Here's a riddle for today. Um, 
take this into your heart. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> back to what I was saying for a long time. I would be like, what's today's date? Because I'm going to do this. And I would open up my Bible. And if it was like September 15th, <laughs> you go to Psalms 15. Now you will, you will get into a habit. And when you get into a habit of doing that, you truly feel every day like that quote or that Bible verse is for you. And that is wonderful. But nobody was there to tell me about, hey, look, when things start getting good, do not be shocked if something bad happens and you have a crash. I say that and at the same time, well, I was going around, going from speed to downers, speed to downers, and trying to keep my life maintained. I wouldn't have my glasses or I was messed up and I was getting into all these car accidents and they were so stupid because they didn't involve anyone else. And that's kind of what life's been like. You are driving, and you're going day to day, and everything's going good. And some days are better, and other days are a little bit worse. But you are still you. Your kids are still your kids. <laughs> Nothing crazy is going on. So then all of a sudden, you'll get into a fender bender. <laughs> That leads to a little bit of sadness and an empty feeling of got to hurry up and get back on top of my game. I've got to fix this. Got to get all the scratches out, get all the dents out. <laughs> Maybe some new paint. <laughs> some new headlights. Whatever. And even though it might still be bad underneath, let's make sure that everybody still thinks that it's good on the outside. <laughs> right? Am I right? See, when you're juggling all these things, and I don't know how much you have, but I know when I was doing all the juggling, it was like, okay, <laughs> look, ADD, I've got to put you down because this is happening. So right now, you do not have ADD. <laughs> and I know that that sounds a little far beyond. I mean, it doesn't work for everything and everyone. So warning, warning, warning <laughs> um, for bigger things like cancer don't walk around saying, I don't have cancer. Unless you add some prayer to that, I don't know how much of that is going to be done, man. <laughs> so, just speaking the truth here. <laughs> so, um, you have to take heed in this. You have to put it in your head like... 
look. I have taken those first steps and I am doing better. But if something comes my way tomorrow, I've got to be able to keep going. And that is where I'm at right now in my life, okay? This is the most judgmental part of my life I think I've ever been in. I already lost most of the people that I got high with way back when. And people that I, I get high with now, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting high with them. But I'm seeing them occasionally, whether it's at the clinic doing my methadone or out and about. And... That's the difference. You're not trying to get that number. You're not trying to go hang out. You know? And again, methadone is not for everybody. But it's helped me for a long time. And I don't plan on staying on it forever. But I have quit before. And I know I can do it again. Methadone is not for everyone. And there are a lot of people that will tell you, no, 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 don't be on methadone, be on Suboxone. It works better. It's healthier. Makes you feel more sober. I've tried both. <laughs> See, the thing is, is that if you put all that into just a pill, of course you're going to slip up, man. You can't just depend I'm not pill to fix everything. And that is where I have difficulty. Because I know this. I've learned my lesson. But I have some people in my life, um, you know, that haven't been through that yet. Or are just now going through that. And you want to shout out, hey... Man, <laughs> you got to put other things into practices here. That's why. Okay, if you go to a clinic or if you go to a counselor or something and she gives you a worksheet or she talks about um, your progress and what your goals are, they're not trying to intimidate you or make you feel less than you are. They're not trying to make you feel small. They're not trying to make it so you can't be independent and have a life. They're trying to get you motivated. But see, they're doing it all that they can with or without God. And if they're doing it without God, they're not able to help you. So you have to. You. You have to decide what's good for you. That That is what I just said. As far as a counselor or psychologist can take you. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. All right, so <laughs> welcome back. I want to 
go from where I am going from today into a stronger relationship with God. And while I'm doing that, yes, sobriety is so important. I believe truly that the devil loves people being on drugs because or whatever you believe in. You know, they're, I don't care what faith you're in. They're still black, white, and I, hey, I don't like gray, but a lot of people are stuck in the middle, just like I was for a long time. And I've always said that gray is the most dangerous place to be. But I was in it for years. You have to decide whether or not if things ever spiral out of control again, how you're going to handle it, how you're going to go about it. You've got to go at it with caution, you know? And even when something is terrible happening to like a family member, you need to, you feel like, okay, I need to help this person. I need to see what's going on. Well, maybe you're not in the place to be able to help right now. However, you can pray. And that might seem small to some people, but to me, it's everything. To me, a prayer is more powerful than me uh, going somewhere and uh, helping that person get to where they gotta go or going somewhere and helping that person to get their kids to school or going somewhere and helping that person get their stuff packed because they're going through a breakup on and on and on. There's a lot of stuff, you know. You have to go about it like, you know, I have my kids. I've got me. I'm not in the shape. You have, you have to tell yourself that. you got to admit it at some point. I am not in a good shape to be able to help this person right now. Does that sound mean? Does it sound weird? It can feel that way sometimes. Yes, you can feel guilty. And you will feel guilty. There's a lot of times you're going to feel guilt while you're getting sober. It's going to drive you crazy. But there is... An uphill battle, and baby, this is it. Just remember though, hills, when you go up, they go down on the other side. So if you choose though, before you go down, hey, when I do, I'm gonna strive, I'm gonna keep on, and I'm gonna climb right back up. You have to take care of you first before you can take care of your own kids. And when you can take care of your kids, you always have to make sure that you are connecting with God. That you are um, still fixating on being sober. That you are fixating on still making sure that you've cleared a path of people 
so that you are not reconnecting with old flames, reconnecting with old friends, reconnecting with old places, reconnecting with every mistake you ever made. I have so many great people in my life. I can't lie about that. I won't. I loved my ex. I loved a lot of my friends. And I liked all of them. I mean, how many of you just go out in the world like I hate people? I'm sure that there are some. But it's not as big as the box as the other one. I guarantee you that more people go out there with a mark on their head that clearly says, I trust everybody. But you have to take precaution. You have to be courteous to yourself. Yeah, man. You got to slam on the brakes every now and then and say, hey, am I doing right by this person? Am I doing right by myself, by my kids, as to what I'm doing right now in this time? Time frame, whatever you want to call it. It is so nice you know when you help a person you have that feeling of yeah because that's me but if you're only in their life for a minute and you gotta go i don't know just don't make any promises you know you you can't keep yeah i will see you on tuesday we're gonna do that if you can't show up get on the phone And tell them, hey, I can't be there right now. I'm so sorry. And you don't have to tell them everything you're going through. I promise you, other people will understand. There are some people that can respond and say, hey, you're fake. Hey, that person right there, you see her or you see him? Yeah, don't talk to them. I have been thought up as a person that was probably talking to the police about people. And yes, I have had to go to the police. But with things that were happening in my life, if I'm over here, I'm not thinking, hey, I'm going to bring police into this person's life just to mess with a man. You know. I've made some mistakes with it. And I I absolutely have gone back and said, Alright. Close call, but I really wish I could have handled that better. So, more than less, there probably was times where I really needed the cops involved and didn't. And then called them when I didn't really need to. And that can happen too. So just look out, you know. Get get dirty and become better, you know. Get your knees dirty, man. 
We all have to fall before we get up. And I had to fall so hard. But maybe not for you. And that's why I'm trying to tell you. That's why I got into this. Because I don't want other people to have to go through this. And a lot of them are. And they're going to continue. And that's fine. That is their choices. I had a push and pull effect in my life. That's what I had. And that's why I wasn't sure who was real about helping me and who wasn't. It's like if you commit a crime or something and you're out there hiding. And I'm not talking about on a personal event level. I'm not talking about any specific thing. So work with me here. But if you have committed a crime, let's say, and you're hiding somewhere in town and you've got your people looking for you and worried about you and they might even be, you know, calling more of people closer to you and then they're really upset because you won't talk to them I couldn't juggle everybody. I couldn't give everybody what they wanted all the time. And see, though, that's the thing. Drugs can work in two different ways. Number one, I can't work with everybody all the time. And right now I'm a selfish piece of mm, And at this moment in time, I can only do me, man. And this is not on a good level. It's not on a helpful level. But it was what it was. So when people realize this, and they're like, okay, she's only going to be in my life if she needs something. The thing is that before I got that bad, I seriously was trying to be in their life to help. And that is the biggest caution sign of all through this conversation because the whole trusting everybody thing, you know, the whole you want to believe people are good in general. You really want to believe, okay, and this is metaphorically speaking, I am in a neighborhood that is safe. Hardly any murders happen here. Hardly any rapes happen here. (laughs) And I say hardly because you don't know. You're not looking it up. And if you are, can you believe everything you read? And that is where your spirit comes in. You've got to. I mean, come on. Those first instincts may have not always been the right ones. But it will show people who you are and you. And it can probably actually help you. Hey, man, what were you really going to do if I wasn't here? To be honest, I was just going to stay put until, you know, everything was all good and I could come out and uh, not get in trouble. Okay, alright, I, I understand that, but this is what needs to happen next time. Fear... 
causes people to do crazy things. <laughs> it causes crazy things to take place. When you put drugs and fear in the same sentence, anything can happen. And not in a good way. <laughs> I've ran from my own monsters, and I have ran from other people's monsters, and but before that, I took off from everybody that loved me too, because I really did not know who was being for real and who wasn't, and When you get into that pattern of behavior where you're picking up a person and then putting them down or, hey, putting them, putting them on that shelf as maybe, <laughs> I guess that's why they added it to Facebook, right? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm maybe married. I'm maybe in a relationship. It's complicated. <laughs> It's okay, you know? You do you. Go get married. If you love that person, go get married. I, <laughs> I went full throttle in mine, and <laughs> when I came out, it wasn't something I truly ever thought that I would think about again. And then when I finally did, that person's long gone and not alive anymore. So, so take precaution. <laughs> Pray for the good. You know, same thing as hope for the best. But know that things might not always go your way. To believe that we are untouchable and to believe that we are unhurtable, whatever you want to call it, it, it takes a lot more to do that seriously than to admit that you are only human and that you, you can only do so much, man. And for a long time I was like, you know, I, I'm untouchable. I am untouchable. You cannot hurt me. By the time I realized that I seriously was in love with that person, that person was seriously gone. So, and that's okay. Was it okay at the time? Absolutely not. <laughs> Everybody didn't know, you know, um, what was going on. And I had gotten to that point where I wasn't bringing all my boyfriends home, introducing them to my kids. Hey, <laughs> this uh, maybe over here might be your stepdad one day, so <laughs> get to know them. And when I put the brakes on that, they're like, okay, well, she must not be in a relationship. And then when, you know, something tragic, tragic happened to them, I had to speak up about it and tell them, look, <laughs> I know it doesn't seem like I was 
in a serious relationship, but I was, and at the time, I called it a slip. Like, I slipped so hard and fell in love. Really? You slipped so hard and fell in love? No, it's, I fell in love with him. And losing him hurt. But you say all those other things because you are seriously still trying to hold it together. You're still trying to, like, keep your ducks in a row. (laughs) While grieving those other things that happened to you in the past. And most of the time, I didn't have time to grieve or, or... let anything sink in, you know, before something else happened. I didn't really have that chance. And I guess that's where, you know, PTSD can come in for some people. So that's why I say, look, at least let one person know. If you've got a lot going on in your life, choose somebody to tell those things to. Because you need to talk about it. I mean. And just like I was telling you. I came into podcasting. Because I wanted to help you. That is true. But my first thought during that time was. I need to help myself. I am. A. Sensitive. Hard on my sleeve. (laughs) And I wasn't, though. (laughs) And it was so crazy. Because even if I talked, you know, people were like, okay, I'm reading her now. No, I'm just talking to you about what happened yesterday. And I've got other important things other than that going on that you don't know about, dude. So, really? You're reading me, huh? (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. So you kind of get the message from, you know, an issue. It's not really a message that anybody spells out. But you wish to God that they did at that time. Like, hey, what's going on with you right now? Because this just seems so out of place. It seems so unlike you. I'm not really sure which parts to believe and which parts to not. Don't you wish that somebody would have just let you know? But how many people can you really reassure them that you are telling the truth? I mean, hey, don't give me all the answers all at one time. Alright, Father God, we just thank you for everything that you do for us. I seriously, I'm grateful for anything. I get out of my day 100%. Anything that's good. And I want to send good thoughts and good prayers towards my listeners. I want to send good thoughts and good prayers towards the people that don't listen to me. And continue to ask you, Father God, to look over our nation and continue to keep as many people safe 
as possible. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright, till next time I'm for the cross. I am in the middle of trying to work out a schedule for this. Now, for the first time, I have another page coming up and it is a huge work in progress because I'm having to put old episodes on there. Now, this is what I wanted to say earlier, but I needed to do the show first. So, let's go ahead and tell you what's up. So, page two, and I will try to hashtag as much stuff as I can. But it's all under C-H-E-L-S-E-Y-H-A-L-L-O. I am trying to figure out which things to pin and unpin, save and unsave, boost and not boost. (laughs) And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, that's okay. So, but if you are following me, Follow me on Facebook, and for personal messages, obviously, you can write me, and fair warning though, if your page only has like so many things I can see, and I can't tell it's a real page, uh, we're not accepting right now, (laughs) so... I uh, said that once, you know, hey, I need my listeners to start, you know, clicking on this, clicking on this. And I am not one to ask people to do anything for me. And you'll notice that on my journey. So, but take caution. And if you like what you hear, please continue to listen to me. And, uh... Continue to fight for yourself. Fight for your sobriety. Thank you for listening.